Shabbat Shalom. In this week's parashah, Parashat Vayigash, we find a very fascinating concept. We know in the beginning of the parashah, we're discussing, it's really a narrative being given by Yehuda. It's a long speech, possibly the longest speech of anybody in all of Torah, giving, sort of giving a whole narrative. And then at the end of the narrative, in Perek Mem Dalad, Pasuk Lamed Bet, after Yehuda is telling Yosef, you know, my dad, he can't, he can't handle this. If you want to take Benjamin also, he's not going to be able to handle it anymore. He lost one son. He lost his, the mother of this child, Rachel. Now he's going to lose him. It's going to be like he lost all three in one day. It's going to be a big deal. Yehuda ends off and really he preempts a question. Because Yosef could be asking, why is it that you're so invested in this? Why aren't your other brothers? Why are you the spokesman? Why? Who made you? Who made you the spokesman for everybody? Says Yehuda, Ki Because your servant, meaning me, Yehuda, has become a guarantor, has become a co-signer for this kid, Binyamin, from my father. If I don't bring him back to my father, and I will have sinned to my father all my days. Says Rashi, what does this mean, Ki Avdechar Vanar? Says Rashi, Yehuda was saying, Why am I more of a merchant? Why am I here more than my brothers? Why am I speaking for everybody? Oh, says Yehuda, They're all outsiders. They're not really involved in this. I put such a strain on myself to guarantee that it will come back. That I became his co-signer, I became his guarantor. That if he doesn't come back, I will be banished from this world. And I will be banished from Olam Abba for it forever. And the Gemara says famously that Yehuda's bones were really never settled. Because the words of a tzaddik, even on a condition, even though Binyamin did come back, but saying something so strong, the words of a tzaddik, that's why we should never say something so strong like that. Even on a condition, he said it. Even though the condition came true, it still had some effect. And Yehuda was not settled and couldn't enter into Gan Eden. And his bones weren't settled until Moshe Rabbeinu helped him out. How strong that was. And he threw away basically his Gan Eden for a long time. And as a Baal Koreh, this, this vart that we're about to say is something very special. Something only the Vilna Gohan says. You know, as a concept, generally when you read Torah and Shabbat, so there's mistakes that you can make in the words. And there's mistakes in the tunes. Some mistakes in the words, really this is brought in, that if there's a difference in the meaning, it should definitely be corrected. In a dikduk sometimes, the pronunciation sometimes, saying it wrong, that could have a difference in the meaning. But it generally is accepted, you say the wrong word, you're corrected. The Ramah says that on tunes, the tunes that are, the, or as Ashkenazim say, the trump, the tune that you're using, that doesn't need to be corrected, says the Rama. doesn't need to be. But Rav Chaim Salavechik was the Gaon of Brisk, was Machmer always, that he used to always correct on every tune. Because tunes have a meaning. There's a reason there are certain tunes brought out in words. Every tune has a name, and every tune has a meaning. Now let's analyze, says the Vilna Go in the beginning of this week's parasha. Who is the one approaching 
Yosef, it's Yehuda. Says the, says the, the Torah, Vayigashela, beginning of the parsha, Vayigashela Yehuda. And Yehuda approached Yosef, Vayomer, and he said, Be Adoni, please my master. In, the, in those words, those first six words of the parasha, what are the tunes? Vayigash Elav. That tune is called Kadama Ve'azla. Or in, according to Svaradim, it's called Azla Geresh. Yehuda, that tune according to the Svaradim is called Revia. Right? Munach Revi'i, according to Ashkenazim. Revia, according to the Svaradim. Vayomer. That everyone agrees. What that, what's that tune called? Zareka. Biadoni. According to Ashkenazim, the tune on Biadoni is Munach Segol. According to Svaradim, it's Segolta. Now says the Vilna Gon, let's translate these words. Vayigash Elav. Kadama Azla. Or according to Svaradim, Azla Gerish. He came and he approached. Yehuda came and he approached, right? Kadama, he picked himself up, Azla, and he went. Yehuda, who's Yehuda? What's the twin Yehuda? Ravia. Ravia means the fourth son. Count them. Reuven, first son. Shimon, second son. Levi, the third son. Yehuda, the fourth son. So Kadama, Azla, when he came and he approached Yosef. Ravia, the fourth son. Zareka. He threw away. Zarakai threw away Segolta or Munach Segol, the treasure. What's the hidden treasure? Munach Segol, what's the put away treasure that we all have? Our Ulam Abba, that's what we're ultimately living for. Ah, oh, says the Vilna Gaon, this whole lesson is in the tune, the tune that you say in the beginning of the parasha has this message that Yehuda from the fact that he went and approached Yosef and he took upon himself that I'm going to approach Yosef. I'm going to be the person to approach him. He threw away his, his Gan Eden until Moshe Rabbeinu had to save him. Kadamav Azla, Azla Geresh. He came to approach Moshe, came to approach Yosef. Ravia, the fourth son. Zaraka. By effect of him doing that, Zaraka threw away Segol Tam, Unach Segol, his treasure. And that's a lesson to teach us that every tune, how important we should be looking into every tune and every word of the Torah, paying attention when the person is reading it, so we understand really the deepness of the Torah and how many layers even the tunes have. And Bezad Hashem will be Zohre to Shana Tova and Shabbat Shalom.